All right, Mike Pereira joins us now. Um, you see him on Fox uh, during the season. Uh, he's obviously had vast experience officiating and supervising, and he's always good during these uh, controversies. He's the go-to guy. Mike, welcome. How are you? Well, I mean, I've been better. I mean, this is um, not something that I really like to deal with. Um, you know, two games that ended in overtime should have been a grand day for the league, and instead we're we're talking about officiating controversy deservedly so and mike um, so. mike let me let me see if i can if this is even reasonable or do you discount it completely you got two guys there i'm not going to mention their names because i don't want people you know calling their houses uh and i don't want people giving out their addresses which they were doing yesterday so i'm not even i've never mentioned their names on the show okay uh and i won't but they both had a clear look at the play and didn't reach for the flag you're vinovich can you huddle those guys and say, listen, i got to have a flag on this play. I don't care which one of you wants to drop it. I'll say one had it, one didn't. i, I got to have a flag on this play. Can, as a referee, is that within bounds? Is that something he should have thought of quickly? Or do you completely say that's not within his realm? Well, I just don't think it's within his realm of responsibility. I mean, he stays with the quarterback. He really doesn't look downfield. He doesn't have a perspective at all from where he is as to whether the catch might or not might or might not be. But now they've blasted that on those huge screens and he's seen the play and he's heard the fans and he's seen the, and he knows it's an outrageous call now. Yeah. I I know. So you you say no way he can get involved there. I I say no way. Okay. No way he gets down and gets involved in that. Okay. But I I think that, you know, and, and I, there's a lot to talk about. Yes. How can we get involved in that? Well, this is it. You're going to have three ways. Well, let's go to the first thing. Do you like the big brother idea of them having a quarter-last resort nuclear button where they say, listen, (laughs) big brother is getting involved on this play because it's so outrageous we have to. Do you like them having that? They could put that in the rule book tomorrow. Do you like that in the rule book? Well, it depends on who Big Brother is. Whoever's um, in the room, yeah, you know, Al Riveron, or whoever's running nah, the room. I don't like that at all. Um, I, I'm quite frankly kind of tired of New York's involvement in decision-making processes, um, you know, in games anyways. But I, I think this. I think this, Mike. Here, here's what I think. First of all, we're never going to succeed trying to do something or get something done if we say, let's review everything. It's not going to happen. Um, it will never get through the committee. We'll never get through the ownership. Could it be that that we could, you know, say, okay, can we open up to review pass interference, you know, in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter or the last five minutes of the fourth quarter? Um, maybe, and I think that's a possibility. Obviously, because Sean Payton is on the committee and he's going to go in with uh, loaded for bear, and he's going to want to come out. There how about this one, Mike? Though, how about how about you leave the challenge system exactly the way it is? Same number of challenges, but the ref, the official, the the uh, head coach has the right to review any play at any time. He can review anything based on a call, non-call. I want this play reviewed for everything. Can you live with that? No, um, and and I think I, I'm I'm tired of the number of replay stoppages as it is now. People say, "Hey, I'm not asking for more challenges." Well. Yes, you are. You're, you're indirectly asking for more challenges because right now the replay official and New York reviews every change of possession, every scoring play. There's not much left to challenge, which is why there is only 1.3 cha- coaches challenges per game. 
you open it up to let them challenge anything, then it's going to go to five uh, because you get you get uh, if you get the first two right, you can go to the third and so you get a third. So then they're going to challenge a, a missed fault start or something like that, and the game's going to go forever. I think this, Mike, and I think you have to. I think we first of all, I think we need to blow up the system, and I'm I'm kind of sorry to say that, but I think technology is outpaced officiating. Okay, good. Um, like I, I want to hear this. So listen, you're the foremost authority on this. I think you should be at the head of anybody who thinks about this. You're the best at this because you've been on the field and you're common sense and you've been in the TV booth and you've been an official. You know every part of this. You should be. Uh, you won't be involved, but you should be involved in this. But give me your perspective. What's What could you live with? Uh, here's what I could live with. Um, first of all, I got to work backwards and figure out how I can eliminate the mistake that was made at the end of the New Orleans. Well, what do you what do you and, what do you think so, happened on that play? How can you well, explain I, I that kind of malfeasance? It, it's it's hard to, except for the you know what I'm going to say, the subconscious of the officiator of the officials that you know no no guy either in my role or any other of the supervisors that led officiating nobody ever went into the playoffs and said, let them play. Um, we all said, hey, we want to officiate the game the same way in the playoffs as we do the regular season. They but never say we'll let them play. You never say you let them play. Never, not right. even came close to that. Right, but that's a fallacy. That's a fallacy, right, you, absolutely. You, you have to look at the subconscious mind of the official, of the person. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, a lot of talk this year, and me, I'm, I was a guy that said it a lot. I thought really that officiating got too technical in calling defensive holding on pass plays. Man, nothing to do with the play. Barely a grab. Same way with the illegal contact. And and I felt they got too technical. Then the official gets into the into the playoffs and say, "Hey, you know, I I, I want to get the big ones. I'm a, the technical ones." You know, I'm going to lay off of those. That's just, I don't want to be the story. And then I think what happens, you sit so far back in that lazy boy chair that then comes the big play and you've been basically lenient all game. They missed another pass interference earlier. They did on the same player, on the same defender. Yeah, Right. You don't, you don't react. And I, I watched their faces and there just wasn't a reaction. It's like they lulled themselves too far into complacency and now they will pay for it emotionally for the rest of their life because they'll never forget this call that they missed. That's how, that's how devastating this will they, is. Will they fire official. that official? Will they fire Absolutely that official? Absolutely not. Absolutely they will not. not. They will not Absolutely fire not. Him. I mean, you know, listen, they fired an official midway through the season who had a series of like six bad games. I mean, right. these guys that were in that game were the top of the heap of the officials evaluated over 15 weeks. And so they did make a mistake in judgment. But do you fire your best and then bring on guys that have less experience and are worse officials? You can't do that. Do you fire D Ford, who lined up offside in the Kansas City game, way no. offside? No, he's a, he's a, he's a tremendous player. I want to yeah, get to that in a fire, second. But do, do you buy? Can, no. can I? Since you brought that up, can I jump the uh, uh, for a second? We're talking with Mike Pereira from Fox. Uh, Andy made the point and said, "Hey, a million times officials will tell the player get back on side." He didn't say a word to him. Uh, you know that happens. You know it happens. Uh, he doesn't owe it to him. He doesn't owe it to him, though. So where's the, where's the line there? Where's the line? Here, here's the line, and it's the line we always use. If you line up in the neutral zone and you're less than halfway across the ball, I mean, you're going to go into the next play and say, hey, back the thing up. But if you're lined up all the way across the neutral zone, 
it's never been that when there was a flagrant, I mean, you're going to, you're going to have the guy lined up in the offensive backfield and tell him next time, don't do that. It's right. when they're nudging it, when they're hey, D was way offside. He was way offside. He was way offside. He was way offside. I agree with you. Fair point. Fair point. He was way offside. You got to call it. You got to call it. I agree. It cost them. Now back to your mechanism. What, first of all, you want to put the control back on the officials on the field. I can tell that. What do you want to do? I, I want to have more control back on the officials. And, and look, at there are seven officials that are on the field in the NFL. There are eight officials that are on the field in the NCAA. I, I want to try and experiment. It's a relatively easy experiment. I want to move for the NFL to go to eight officials. And I okay. want the new official to be called the Sky Judge. The and Sky Judge. Have okay. Sky, F-K-Y Judge. Okay. He is going to be, and they'll probably rotate. He's a member of the crew. You might rotate the three deep guys uh, in there. Um, and what he will do is he'll have access to the television shots. He's not in the replay booth. And he can make instant, give instant input on the field instantly, just like the, you know, as happened early in the game in New Orleans where the, the down judge called offensive pass interference and then the side judge came in and took him off of it and said, no, I had a better view. Right. And so therefore pick up the flag. I want the sky judge to be able to in the game in, in New Orleans just to immediately see the play see it one more time quickly on replay and call down to Bill Vinovich and say, hey, Vinny, that was pass interference on Rams number 21. Put the ball at the six-yard line. It's first and goal for the Saints. Move on. Takes 20 seconds. Looks maybe a little sloppy. Well, Mike, but how about the the mechanics of that when you're in the heat of the battle and you got Sean Payton or you got uh, McVay on the sideline and he says, hey, you had two guys on the play. They didn't make a move, and now I got a guy from the booth who's going to call the play. You got a guy. You've got the other official that's going to call the play. Do you want to get the call right? I do, but you got to let them. Okay, you got to let the coaches learn that this is acceptable because you know the scream's going to be. I had two guys with eyeballs on the play. They didn't make a move on the play. And you got a third guy that got a second look. And he got the he got the correct look. It's listen. I think we've just got. So you want to rule? So you want to rule all replays that that there's no there's nobody in New York. Everything is done from no. From, I didn't from say the field. I, I mean, I think you still have the replay booth. This is just this is just another official. This is just gotcha. another official that gets to change the obvious, and you can do it in twenty seconds. I don't want to expand replay and have more three minute stoppages. Hell, you could you could. You could correct six things in the same time amount, same time that it takes to correct one thing in replay when you've got to go and have the world look at it. Um, I, I, I think it can be done. Now, you know, in, that, in that regard, the college system works better than the pro system. Well, and you could, you could, you could say that. And at least, they, at least, they, at least a, they're definitive about what they're doing. Yeah. And I, here, here's what I would say, Mike, because I think this is reasonable, and, and I think it's, I think it's almost to being logical, um, I, I would take 64 games, every preseason game starting the 2019 season, and I would put that eighth official in this booth, and I would have a massive 64-game experiment. And if it worked and everybody got used to it, then I would actually bring it back for the 2019 playoffs. Um, wouldn't use it in the regular season, but I would reserve it to try if Everything was reviewed and it worked. Bring it back for the playoffs. And if it works in the playoffs, then 
have an experimental rule starting in 2000, in 2020 and, um, and try it during the regular season. I just think you have to break down the old standard of officiating the every, the way that it's always been done. Technology has changed too much. Um, everything has changed. It's so hard to officiate the game. Um, it's time to give the seven guys an added eighth, a helper in the, in the box. I, I, I don't, I don't mind that. Fans. I don't mind that at all. If it helps. Now let me get to the fight off. Why this is the sentiment that you're hearing. Now you're hearing now replay pass interference, which I think alone doesn't make sense. Uh, the Belichick, Sean Payton, and I know Sean wants this and Belichick wants it. He's been an outspoken critic of this. I want the same number of challenges. I want to be able to review any play. Why? What's your argument against that? I don't like it. To me, it's too many challenges in the game. You're going to challenge the mundane because you know you're right, and and you know you're going to go to, you know you're going to go. Let's let's take your replay stoppages that you have on turnovers and scoring plays. You're going to go from maybe a total average of you know stoppages for replay of two point two. You're going to go to seven. Do we want seven stops a game? You know, do we? I, I think it it almost destroys the flow of the game now. And and do we want to really expand it to have that many stops? That's gonna, you know, to me, then it really destroys the flow. So I, I think you have to think differently. I think you have to look at it and say, how can we correct things in fifteen to twenty seconds? How can do you we think? Do, do you think your system? Right? Do you think your system would have fixed this play? One hundred percent. You do. And it would have fixed it in fifteen to twenty seconds. And so you think your guy would have run in and realized? Now you think this? Do you think this official? If I went to this official now, does this official know we blew it, or is he still obstinate about I didn't have pass interference there? Guy, you could give the final say to the guy that gets the second look. And okay. that's the guy that's sitting in that booth. I mean, that guy right now vote. has to know. I mean, listen, this was pass. If you if you had a thousand people vote, all thousand would vote. This was pass interference. I mean, this come on now. He hit him. He knocked him down before the ball got there. Yeah, and the player no, even no, admitted that he was trying to blow the play I, up. Yeah, that he was listen, he's trying to stop the touchdown. Thousand and three. If you if you right. pull the three officials that were involved in the play, they would tell you that too, and that they, you know, that they just somehow just you know just. Laid back and, All right, and tell me this. And made now a let's, mistake. let's talk practicalities now. We'll see where yeah. the league goes next year. They're going somewhere. You know that. You heard it from ownership yesterday. They're going somewhere. There's going to be a change. There's going to be a way that this can't happen again, whether there's a mandated rule or whoever runs what, but we know it's going to change. Mike wants to change the whole system now. We're talking with Mike Pereira. How will what we just went through? And let's be honest, there were some very shaky calls in the Kansas City game. There were shaky reversals in the Kansas City game. The 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 uh, rough in the pass from Brady was an absolute farce. I mean, he didn't even hit him. Uh, I mean, so, I mean. You know how was, long that would have taken to correct with that guy in the booth? Ten seconds. Uh, ten seconds. That one's easy. Yeah, he didn't even touch him. He didn't touch him. I mean, so uh, I agree with that one. And you might be right. I mean, listen, you came up with something that uh, they should look at because they should listen to you because you were very practical with this stuff. How much will the overhang affect these officials how either making them gun shy or making them very ticky tack with every call? How will they it affect the officiating in the Super Bowl? Well, it certainly puts these guys under a lot more pressure. That's no question. Um, you, you know, I, I, anytime you come off of something like this, the expectations now for the final game, you know, are just going to be. I mean, the focus is going to be all on the crew, and and I know that they all. 
they all know that now and expect that. And, and hopefully, and it is not likely that something like this happens again, a pass interference call that's not made on the, at the end of the game. Um, so you just, you just hope that that's not the case. Will they become ticky tacky? No, I really don't think that they will. It's a, it's a very veteran group with the exception of, uh, one guy who's, I think got, five or six years in the league. So I, I think we'll be okay. But being okay in the Super Bowl, I, I don't I, I we can't we can't say that's gonna be acceptable and erase the some of the scars that are sitting from the regular season and 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 this these uh, championship games. So I, I the the thing is it always when you go to competition committee meetings, it seems by the time you get there, what was huge when it happened it's kind of not that big thing any, not that big of a thing anymore. Um, yeah, but this year is going to be different. But I don't think it's going to happen. Not this Sean year. Yeah, not this Sean year. Not Payton. only with Sean Payton, but even the owner. The owner comes out. When have you ever seen an owner come out? I understand she's not an experienced owner, but when she comes out with a letter like that, stating that this, she will do everything in her power to see that this never happens again. I mean, uh, you know, and promises that it will never happen again. I mean, you don't usually hear that from ownership. No, but I actually thought she did it with class. I mean, I didn't think that she was you know, overly ripped people and doing it. And I think, I think she's right. You have to, she, he has to be right. You have to try to find a way to avoid games ending like that. And, you know, maybe all that comes out of it is, you know, they're going to review it in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. Maybe that's, maybe that's all it's going to be. And therefore it's in the hands of, you know, not the challenge system, but the replay official to do it and keep the coaches out of it. I think they also need to think about this illegal use of helmet rule when it comes to replay. Too many of those were not called. And in college, as we know, replay is allowed to call that foul if it's not called on the field. And if player safety is the number one issue, which I agree that it is, then, you know, replay will, at least in my speculation, will be involved in that decision-making process. There's going to be changes, and a lot of them are going to be driven by Sean and the others on the committee. And, you know, I, I just think that, you know, the whole notion of this full-time officials, would you please leave oh, that alone? It's that's, such that ridiculous. That's, that's from people that, who don't know anything about the sport. Yeah, I mean, that's that, just that, ridiculous. That really means nothing. So nothing. you break it down and nothing. say, how can I best address this issue? And like it or not, technology has forged its way into sports, and it's just a matter of... You need a video. What you're further. saying is you need a video official is what you need. You That's need a video right. official. I like the Sky Judge better. I like yeah, okay. that name. But, yeah. I like your Sky but, Judge is better, but your same thing, you need a video official is what you need. You need someone who's utilizing videotape. An eighth official that allows you know him to just call down immediately the referee, saw the play that wasn't roughing the passer, cleat, pick it up. There was no contact, no forcible contact with it. Okay. Oh, the announcement is made. You got, then it happens. Then you got to forget the late throw, dramatic throw of the flag in the new Orleans game. Just let that sky judge say to, to Bill Vinovich, Hey, that was pass interference at the six yard line first and goal at the six. And Vinny pops on the microphone and said, after input from the sky judge, that's pass interference in the six. It takes 20 seconds. Boom. We're on games over. Saints are in the super bowl in all likelihood. Um, have you I ever seen one? Yeah, have you ever seen one in your life in a bigger spot worse? No. Neither At least I. I can't remember. But I can't I remember, either. I, re- I remember back in my sole playoff game. Yep, I only worked one because I was only on the field for two years. 
But my first playoff and only playoff game was in Kansas City at Arrowhead against the Broncos. And the Broncos ran a simple down and up. It was simple. It was simple. And then the, the defender at 10 yards chucked him like out of bounds. And the quarterback was in the pocket. And I froze. I absolutely froze. I swallowed the olive. I choked. And, um, and of course, I happened to be on Denver sidelines. And then Mike Shanahan chewed me up and spit me out. But I will never forget how I choked in that damn game. And, um, and it's going to be the same way for these officials who are good officials and now are going to always remember this huge mistake they made, as they should. And that's not going to make anybody in New Orleans feel better. But um, I promise you it was devastating for them, devastating for Riveron, would have been devastating to me if I ran the program. Um, all of us that are involved in officials uh, officiating you know, are, are really not doing well right now. Thanks, Mike, very much. Appreciate your time. You got it. Thank you. Mike Pereira, as always, guy on the stuff who's the best. So he told you what he likes and what he doesn't like back after this.